of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. October is National Down Syndrome Awareness Month, a time to help the community accept people with Down Syndrome and recognize their ability and their accomplishments. Deb Safarik joins me on this subject today. Deb is president of the nonprofit organization Down Syndrome Advocates in Action of Nebraska. And it's my pleasure to have Deb's son, Paul, joining in the conversation. Paul has Down Syndrome. Good morning, Deb. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. Deb, first to you. Paul is 29 years old. In almost three decades, how has the world, we'll take a 30,000-foot view of this to begin with, how has the world become a better place for people with Downs, and what still frustrates you about the world? Down syndrome has been recognized as a syndrome since the late 1800s, so it's kind of been around for a long time. There have been some fabulous things that have happened. Um, a lot of medical changes have happened for anybody that's born with like a heart problem as a baby. And a lot of our kids do have heart problems. And so the life expectancy has increased amazingly. I was looking back, and in 2007, the life expectancy was 47. Now we can, can look at individuals with Down syndrome living um, to be in their 60s and older. So that's great. Also, the big change has been uh, providing education for individuals with disabilities, not just Down syndrome. See, 1975 was when the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act came into play so that people could come to school. I remember, you know, I'm a baby boomer, and I remember that there were kids in special ed down in the basement of our elementary school, and I'm not sure I ever saw them, ever. And that's just an atrocious problem to me. And so knowing that our kids are better included in school now is important. Uh, My frustration is that inclusion is still not a regular way that uh, people are kids are included in school. It helps both. There have been studies out there that help both our kids with Down syndrome and other disabilities and typical learners. They learn from each other. And it makes such a wonderful mix when we do it right. And so that's my frustration yet that we're still moving and, you know, the pendulum swings one way or another. And so sometimes it doesn't swing to the positive. And COVID has affected that also. But our kids are sometimes because of not having enough teachers that are trained, not having enough paras, that parents are asked to bring kids home because they don't have the staffing and they can't manage the behaviors or kids are being suspended for doing things that are part of their disability when that should be having a plan for that instead. So good things and bad things. Deb, I'm familiar with autism or the autism spectrum. What you've just described sounds a little bit like autism. There is a the thing that I have learned the most as as we as we grown up in in uh, the disabilities um, community is that we have so much in common 
I used to, I talked to a mother once who didn't seem to want to talk to me about her kiddo because her child did not have Down syndrome, so somehow it was different. He was having the same problems in school that, or, or issues or, you know, just things to work on that Paul was having. And so we have a lot more in common uh, than, we, than I think we sometimes realize. When you first have a child with a specific disability, you're sort of focused on that specific disability. But as, as you see your kids grow up, you understand that all, all of us have, have, the same, have some of the same, very same concerns. I read where about 16 to 18 percent of people with Down syndrome also have autism spectrum disorder. Personally for you, what has been your greatest learning curve as a mother of a child with Downs? I need to trust myself more. You know, when you have a a child with a disability, you become surrounded by special teachers, special therapists, doctors that are specialists, and you get to feeling like, all these people know so much, and I just have to listen to what they tell me and do what they tell me. But that's not that's not right always. And you know, if your gut tells you that something's not right, then you need to listen to yourself and 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 do do some you know checking and some discussion and some good communication with all these people who know a lot about a lot of things, but they don't know your kiddo as well as you know them. So you are the specialist on your own child. And if something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. So trust yourself and start some good, open communication to find out how we can change this, how we can make this better, how we can think outside of the box and do it differently. I want to bring Paul into the conversation. Paul, uh, describe your life. Your mom told me you have a job. What is your job? I actually have that. Two jobs now in uh, Ivy. I'm a uh, stocking and bagging treasures, but mostly I'm bagging and uh, sweeping and uh, produce from stocking and uh, clipping. Clipping is like when you put the, the turkey jerky on those little clips. Uh-huh. And, also, and also, what else? What other things did you say you put on clips, Paul? Toffee candies. Does that sound good? <laughs> and what's the other thing, Paul, you do? Some other things. Extenders. Which uh, is what? Shelf extenders. They, they use sticky notes a lot at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. They count how many they have on a shelf and then get some more and put it out there. Mm-hmm. So you work at mm-hmm. Trader Joe's so and Hy-Vee. And Trader Joy's just affords him a lot of different things to do, which is really nice. At Hy-Vee, he begs, and that's kind of the biggest thing. So, so it's nice to have lots of things to do uh, that he does at Trader Joe's. Paul, do people ask you about Down syndrome? Um, no. What would you tell them if they did ask you about Down syndrome? That was a kind of hard one. You're talking about okay. looking at... Looking at looking at you and the things that you do is kind of kind of what Down syndrome is for you. Um, that's one thing. You know, if if you know one person with Down syndrome, that's just what you do. Know one person with Down syndrome. It's not like everybody else will be like Paul or like another person. You have to look at the individual. Paul, I understand you are an advocate. Tell me what that is and what you do as an advocate. And I suggest, Paul, mm-hmm. when we talk about advocating, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you've done for the DSAA? Those um, 
fundraisers. Fundraisers. Mm-hmm. And we were at a um, convention mm-hmm. when you sat at the table. Talk about sitting at the table at the convention. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, we had information. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one, Paul. I don't blame you for pausing. I want to ask your mom another question. With Paul working at two different places in Lincoln, Trader Joe's and Hy-Vee, tell me what this community is like. How difficult or was there a matter of simplicity in getting Paul a job? Some of the things that are put in place to help Paul find a job really didn't seem, I mean, nothing seemed to come of it. I mean, some of the state stuff or, you know, some of the government stuff. Uh, generally, the jobs he's gotten, we either asked or he um, gets services through Region 5, and he had a person with him that would go and help him fill out the, the applications and things like that. And um, Trader Joe's actually contacted him because he had applied a few years, a, a year or more ago, and they didn't have an opening then, but then they asked him to come and apply again because they really kind of kept that kept him in their in their vision i guess so that was really nice um hyvee's job was one where we he had applied for a couple jobs that just really didn't fit exactly what we thought he would like to do and so then i asked about it and so then they you know made it possible for us to do that um paul used to work in the cafeteria and do busing in there which all kind of fell apart with covid and that was really nice because he could really move around and meet people and and uh paul enjoys talking to people and being with people so anything that he can do that's very social is always fun deb before we run out of time i want to learn more about the down syndrome advocates in action of nebraska organization it's a nonprofit based here in lincoln what do you do uh, we, we reach out with uh, information to new parents. We provide a lot of education on IEPs, which is the Individual Education Plan. And some of the people um, in our group are very knowledgeable about that and can help families if they have questions and even be there to represent with the family when they have the IEP at school. We um, try to help uh, young adults do some networking. We have an afternoon club that meets three times a week, the ladies on Monday, guys only on Wednesday, and then all of us on Friday. And we do this by Zoom because it's easier to get together and because of COVID, of course, we did and um, have continued that. And we do things like karaoke and um, um, family feud questions and uh, uh, exercise on Zoom. That's always kind of fun to watch. And uh, just get a chance to talk and share about what the the week has been like and do different things. Uh, We have um, opportunities for families to do things like the end of this month, also in celebration of October, we uh, have a ball and game night where we have pizza, we play basketball, uh, we decorate pumpkins. Uh, We usually have some Husker athletes of 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 different sports come and join us and just it's just a fun thing to do and for families to do because I think it's very positive when siblings can see we get to do fun things because of our brother or sister with Down syndrome. How can someone get a hold of the organization? Um, You can go, I want to say that um, you can follow us on Facebook. Facebook has been helpful to keep us connected and um, to help us uh, give information. Like we have 31 facts about Down syndrome that we've been posting every day on our Facebook page. 
And then we also have our website, which is dsaane.org. You can go to info at dsaane.org. I know in preparing for our conversation, I learned that there are three types of Down syndrome. A lot of information out there that a lot of us that aren't in the world of Downs uh, would be, uh, it would be valuable information. Gail, may I just please quick correct you? Um, We really prefer that people just say Down syndrome instead of Downs. It's just a little bit more respectful way to to talk about Down syndrome. I'm glad you pointed that out. And then always to put the person first. So we talk about Paul has Down syndrome, not my Down syndrome son, because there's much more to Paul than just his Down syndrome. It's a part of him for sure. I always learn something from my guests, and this is no exception. Deb, thank you very much. Hey, Paul, enjoy your day, and I appreciate you taking time to talk with me on Lincoln Live. Thank you. You bet. Keep up the good work. Deb, thank you very much, and I appreciate you joining me on Lincoln Live and reaching out to me through the Down Syndrome Advocates in Action of Nebraska organization. You are welcome. Thank you very much.